happening what's going on it is eight o'clock a.m and it is friday good morning aurora how you guys doing the date is the 5th it's june 5th 2020 almost said twenty thousand. so that's why i kind of messed up right there but anyway good morning good to kind of see all of you guys i mean nick the engineer shout out baby what a do over there behind the soundboards and the booth and all that. And we got a very good show for you guys today. Uh, we got a special show. Got a lot to talk about. Uh, we'll be having a uh, special guest on uh, with us today, a friend of mine. He goes by the name of Kurt Dale, also known as Dougie. Uh, the man has a very fresh perspective uh, on things, and he'll be coming to us live from the west side of Chicago. <clears throat> But that'll be at our normal time of interviews, and that'll be at 8.30. Uh, we got a lot to uh, discuss and go over today. Uh, first things first, the weather. It's nice outside. Actually, it's nice as hell. It's 75 degrees outside. It's supposed to get to a high of, looks like, 87 degrees today. 
excuse me, 88 degrees <clears throat> today. Tomorrow will be bright and sunny at 81, and Sunday will be 81 degrees, partly cloudy as well. Tuesday and Wednesday next week looks like we have rain coming up. Um, so, good morning, Aurora. We are Aurora's number one and first daily news podcast, a.k.a. morning show. Uh, coming to you every day live from downtown Aurora, Gremlin Studios. Shout out to the boys. Uh, we're coming to you out of here, bringing it to the world. Um, and we cover all of downtown Aurora, but we also call, cover Aurora proper as well. And you never know, man. We might speak on something in your town. So, you know, you could be in Wilmette or something like that. It's all the news that's fit to speak on. That's what we do. Uh, good morning, Aurora is here for two purposes. The first is social justice, highlighting those things that may slip through the cracks and bring them to you so that you know what's going on out there and speaking up for injustice whenever we see it. And the second is speaking up for the underserved. So that means giving a voice for our, or excuse me, to our uh, undocumented LBGT uh, senior veteran communities as well. Making sure everybody's in there. The whole point of everything is for the sandbox to be big. Other folks can uh, take part and play in. Okay? Now that you know that part, which you should have known anyway, but it's all to the good, baby. Today is carry-out days <clears throat> in the city. Uh, so uh, Wednesdays or Fridays are carry-out days in Aurora. And that's where we highlight as a city um, different restaurants and their menus and their food services. Uh, so we got great restaurants in town, Altiro, Valley Doyle. Uh, Usamba, all kinds of good places. So check them out. Give them a shout out. Carry out some food. Enjoy yourself as much as humanly possible. Now, here's the thing. Let's check this out. Check this out. As you guys, if you've been listening to the show now, especially this past week, you've heard us perturbed that the curfew kept getting extended and extended and extended. And the thing about it was that was crazy was because it kept getting extended sort of later on in the day. So you weren't finding out until about 2 o'clock or 3 o'clock p.m. that the next, that the curfew was going to be at 8.30 p.m., for example, and then it was going to last at 6 o'clock the next morning. That I really had a problem with. I, you know, I really wasn't feeling that. Um, but what are you going to do? And the curfew, uh, so the city of Aurora yesterday released uh, adjusted curfew hours and adjusted travel restrictions, and we will uh, detail those. The city of Aurora continues to collaborate with area public safety officials to monitor and evaluate pending demonstrations throughout the weekend in the region. In an effort to maintain a safe environment for Aurora residents and businesses, the following modified curfew hours will continue into the weekend. So from 10 p.m. to 6 a.m. <clears throat> Friday and Saturday. So basically, the curfew ends uh what appears to be six o'clock Monday morning, or excuse me, six o'clock Sunday morning. Uh, there's adjusted travel restrictions too. So while access from interstate, while access to Aurora from Interstate 88 will no longer be restricted, the following travel notices still remain: entrance into the downtown area is prohibited during the curfew without residential or employment identification. Strict travel restrictions are in place at Fox Valley Mall. Residents are asked to avoid the area during curfew hours. So. Entrance into the downtown area is prohibited during the curfew without residential or employment identification. Who was carrying residential information? Well, I guess it's on your ID, you know, where you live. But what if you live downtown? You got to show ID to get into the crib now? That's crazy. But anyway, 
yeah, so they extended that, um, and I thought that that was, uh, you know, I mean, thanks for letting us know, but man, you know, this 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 shit just keeps going on and on and on and on. It's like it has no end to it in sight, uh, which is unfortunate. So, uh, with that being said, also, there is a lot of artwork taking part, and we're proud to say that we took part in some artwork yesterday as well. Good morning, Aurora was on the ground with paint on our boots, getting busy painting um, downtown on Galena and Broadway yesterday. There was a lot of artwork going on on Broadway itself, so shout out to everybody who was involved with the artwork yesterday, and that's everybody. I mean, you know, mob deep. You know, so shout out Fist Creation, shout out the Aurora Public Art Board, everybody on it, all members. Uh, shout out to my boy Chicano and Aurora Boxing uh, Club. Shout out to everybody who was out there that I just so happened to meet yesterday too, or oh, actually last past couple of days as well, because our activities have spanned Broadway to LaSalle Street and then back to Broadway, so it's been quite productive and quite illuminating and also quite artistic. So shout out to everybody who's been involved with that we uh we typically well we'll get to that part actually we're not we're not just there yet but we're going to talk about i saw some very very interesting things that have taken place uh on this particular day on this day in night on this day in 2004 ronald reagan died at 93 years old but today in 1981 was the first time that aids was ever reported it was um following the rare detection of a form of pneumonia and uh, five homosexual males in Los Angeles, Illinois. The very first day AIDS was detected. And that's actually a very, I mean, we look at the history. Well, for those of us who uh, were alive in the 80s, I mean, I was born in 1982, so I wasn't alive when this development was made. But uh, the recent history and research of AIDS <clears throat> has been, uh, it's been, how can we put it? It's been a long, hard road uh, to defeat or mitigate AIDS. AIDS stands for Acquired Immunodeficiency Syndrome. HIV stands for Human Immunodeficiency Virus. So AIDS is a disease of the immune system, and HIV is the virus that eventually, well, that can eventually cause AIDS. There is no cure for HIV infection. HIV is a lentivirus, which means slow virus. HIV works by slowly dismantling the body's immune system until the body is no longer capable of defending itself against invading pathogens. HIV is a kind of white blood cell called a helper T cell. Excuse me. HIV targets a kind of white blood cell called a helper T cell, which is vitally important for its role in activating virtually every other cell in the immune system. And people with HIV develop AIDS once the virus has depleted their helper T cell count to about 200 cells per microliter of blood, at which point the immune system begins to lose its ability to defend itself against other pathogens. Uh, always supporting AIDS research uh, and trying to combat and defeat that deadly virus. On this day in 1967, the Six-Day War began. Um... And for those who know anything about history, whether Israeli, Middle Eastern, or Egyptian, uh, the Six-Day War was a resounding defeat. Uh, Israel beat the shit out of Egypt, Syria, and Jordan 
in less than six days. Yeah, um, it was a uh, it was a sound defeat, and it led to uh, the seizing of the old city of Jerusalem and the Gaza Strip. Uh, and the Syrians lost the Golan Heights in the Six Day War too. Uh, it was an absolute debacle, absolute debacle. The biggest problem with the Six Day War was that the Egyptians and the Syrians and the Jordanians did not work together. Although all three countries outnumbered the Israelis something like eight to one. But that goes to show you what happens when you don't work together as a team, doesn't it? Uh, as you guys know, we like to discuss, or excuse me, we like to um, uh, we present the, to the COVID-19 totals daily. We are still in the midst of a uh, pandemic that is uh, taking people's lives, harming people, and uh, still causing a lot of, you know, bad things to happen uh, in our society. There was a, uh, there's another National Guard testing center, or excuse me, there's another testing center, which was staffed by National Guardsmen. I have to look up, I think it was on Farnsworth. And we'll get that for you guys here momentarily. Anyway, as of this moment, there are 1,842,101 total cases of COVID-19 in the United States of America with 107,029 total deaths. Uh, now, that is an increase of 14,676 total cases and 827 total deaths uh, compared to yesterday's data. Uh, the data that we report comes from CDC.gov. That is the website for the Centers of Disease Control and Prevention. Cases of COVID-19 and deaths are broken down by jurisdiction. State, you can see all this on their, uh, on their website, cases and deaths by county. Cases and deaths by state, race, or excuse me, cases and death by age, age and ethnicity, and they have cases and death among healthcare personnel as well. And this I found equally sad. There are 68,522 cases of COVID-19 amongst healthcare personnel with 358 deaths reported as well. Um, and as we know, COVID-19 has been disproportionately affecting African-American, and Latino populations. There's been a lot of, uh, there's been a lot of angst and uh, the upending of social order as, uh, as the protests have gone on and protests have spread. One of the negative, or one of the negative uh, outcomes of it is that for a while there had been what appeared to be brewing tensions between uh, black and Latino communities um, this was after a low budget little video came out of Little Village, which the Latino community initially called uh, Latinos standing up and protecting their business, but which upon closer scrutiny just turned out to be a bunch of Latin kings beating up uh, bums. Now, uh, that has sparked a lot of debate. It sparked a lot of good uh, conversation, and those um, those discussions are being had. And there was a uh, a rally and a march in Little Village uh, with legions of Black and Latino people coming together, dapping up, uh, holding signs, you know, marching with each other in a complete show of unity. Um, I loved it. I mean, I thought it was great. I thought it was absolutely wonderful. 
when we talk about the narrative being hijacked uh, in a lot of things and, you know, you know a, a couple bad apples should not define the bunch, uh, I think that's true. So I actually feel good that that was able to uh, be displayed better now in a much more positive fashion because, uh, you know, I was I was upset how how much air it got for something that was obviously, you know, whack. But it seems that cooler heads have prevailed and we've all come to the realization that, you know, positive vibes are the way to go always. Uh, the time is now 8.13 a.m. Um, I was on, what the hell was it? What street was that? I think I was on, is that, Link? yeah, that's Lincoln Street. I was on Lincoln Street uh, just yesterday, and on Lincoln, right there at Lincoln and Galena, you got the gas station, then you got Warehouse Church across the street, then you got the Cosmopolitan Church, and then you have uh, Taqueria Munoz, I think like number 100 or something, right there. So at that corner, there's that little liquor store right there. I can't think of the name of the liquor store, but there's going to be artwork, if I'm not mistaken. There's going to be some artwork going on that uh, liquor store. I believe he requested some artwork. So keep your eyes tuned because that's going to be pretty good uh, coming on, on that liquor store. It's like a ugly yellow, short, small looking. So, I, you know, I'm interested to see what the hell they'll be doing to spruce it up and, and make it look good. You know what I'm saying? But... Whatever the heck they do, I wish them the absolute best. All right, now. So, uh, Kane County, there is help for you in Kane County if you need it. The 211 program offers a non-emergency services phone number that community members can call to get free information on various services offered in the Kane County area. You can get help with food, shelter, clothing, housing, domestic violence, and much more. The 211 service is free, confidential, and local. So uh, you can call that, get connected, get answers. Operators are standing by to answer your questions 24-7, 365. We'll be posting this on our Facebook and Instagram page. This is really good information for folks. Uh, so please check this out. If you know anybody who needs help, and straight up, if you need to, you can send us an email and we'll put you in contact with people. Uh, for those of you who may be just tuning in to Good Morning Aurora now at this very moment and don't know who we are, we are, um, we are uh, professionals. We are um, veterans, we're authors, we work with uh, seniors uh, with uh, mental health disabilities. So when it comes to helping people out and trying to put people into the right uh, positions and get them the right connections, we really do uh, care and we will try our very best for you. So please reach out to 211, but again, if you have, you know, if there's a lingering question or something like that, you wanna keep it confidential, or you need help or you need a question or something like that, you can email us at goodmorningauroraIL at gmail, and we'll do what we can to put you in touch with the right stuff. Um, we ourselves, again, we are just a morning show podcast. Um, so we you know, we provide no professional uh, services of, in, well, this is a professional. We professional. So let me, you know, we professional as hell. But like, you know, we're not going to be the guys to clean your gutter or we're not going to get your mom a wheelchair. But, um, you know, we plug like a socket, so we could probably do something for you. So shout out to us or 
Kane County 211. Um, volunteer locally, find where to donate food, clothes, and furniture as well. 211 is the new free and confidential information and referral hotline and help is available in 100 and excuse me, over 150 languages. Uh, meal distribution resumes through the East Aurora School District. Um, so shout out to them for helping people get fed and making sure that folks get fed and have something to eat. Uh, hunger insecurity is absolutely um, deplorable. Nobody should be hungry as a person who used to go to bed hungry for years. Um, I can tell you that a person's uh, vibes and disposition hinges heavily on um, food and if they're eating correctly and if they're having enough to eat and if they're eating at proper times and things like that. So, you know, please, if you can do something to help out another another person, whether donating to the food pantry or volunteering to package meals for the food pantry, think about that. It's not a you thing, it's a us thing. We're all in this together. Um, so we actually um, saw something cool as hell and we're going to talk about you or excuse me, share something with you. So yesterday, some of you may or may not know, the time is 8, 18 a.m. Some of you may or may not know that there was a Zoom call with the Aurora Police Department yesterday that went pretty deep and extensive. Uh, you know, we weren't on it, but uh, heard good things from everyone who was. But there is a summary, summary of a breakdown of everything that went down and all the points and stuff like this. This comes after a man was unfairly arrested uh, at his home and had the, and was released in a, very, very haphazard and shady fashion, but we'll break this down to you. Uh, the time is now 8.19 a.m. We're going to be taking a break here momentarily, but we'll be back on uh, with you soon here on Good Morning Aurora, and then we'll break down the points of yesterday's APD call. And again, as I mentioned, stay tuned because we've got Curdale coming up. 8.30 interview. Uh, check in, make sure he's good. Coming to us from the west side of Chicago. You tune in to... Uh, excuse me. <laughs> the time is now 8.20 a.m. And you are tuned in to Good Morning Aurora. I'm 
new died. Murder for homicide, for bottles for suicide. Money, jewelry, living like a star. And I wasn't too far from a jackwall car in a small town casino. The town's Alpacino. To all of the girls, a pretty boy, Valentino. I shot up stores and I kicked down doors. Collected scars from little neighborhood wars. Many legs I broke, many necks I choked. And if provoked, I let the pistol smoke. Loyal members in a crew, now down with the game. Selling nickels and dimes and sunshine. I'm in my life, blowing the money to dad. Now the tables turn, and my lifestyle switches. My name is Gucci Rap, I'm on the road to the riches. A fuck who months for drugs, he eventually bugs. Looking for a crack on carpets and rugs. A squeal of tells, but a deal of still sells. Little spoiled kids inherit an oil well. I was the type on the opposite side of smoking a pipe. are back, back in action on Good Morning Aurora. Ellen DeGeneres just stepped in again, said something else stupid. We'll get to that, though. Um, <clears throat> summary of the Zoom call with APD, which was uh, just yesterday. So these are all the points that came out of the conversation that uh, the city of Aurora, Aurora Police Department had. It was a Zoom call. Uh, anybody could get on it yesterday, members of the public, you know, um, whoever, but... Here's the bullet points that came out of it. There is no current threat to downtown. This could change. So make sure you are signed up to receive alerts from APD. What the hell? Oh, I just got a message. My bad, y'all. Uh, make sure you are signed up to receive alerts from APD slash City of Aurora. Uh, you can receive alerts through their Facebook pages, but you might prefer to have them texted to you so you can sign up. Uh, there's a link to an uh, everbridge.net login. Uh, and associated codes and whatnot, so you can do that. There are no plans for the National Guard to return. Third, businesses are encouraged to take down their boards when able and to reopen. The more people in downtown, the safer it will be from vandalism, etc. 
More people also encourages more police presence. Four, downtown has patrol officers 24-7. Get to know them. Um, yeah, if you want. What happened Sunday is unlikely to happen again. The police learn from their, from their activities and will not allow people to gather in the streets during protests going forward. We'll see. Uh, sign up for the Citizen Police Academy and learn more about how police operate. You can do that if you want. Uh, I got some friends in the Citizen Police Academy, so... Okay. Uh, the curfew will be 10 p.m. Uh, we talked about that. So that's this. That's today, tomorrow, and it lifts on Sunday. So Sunday at 6 a.m. it should be all over. We'll see. Officers are reminded. Excuse me. Officers reminded businesses that downtown is public property and not private property, like at the Outlet Mall and Fox Valley Mall. And you can call APD with concerns about officers or any issues. They have procedures in place to deal to deal with appropriate. Excuse me. They have procedures in place to deal with inappropriate behavior and would like to know. Hmm. Interesting. As a young black man, none of that means anything. To me, but I'm glad that they had the Zoom call yesterday with the uh, police. I thought that was, you know, it's it's good, man. You gotta like open up and be seen, be heard. You know, make your make your voice known. Uh, Ellen DeGeneres stepped her foot in it again. Ellen DeGeneres has been having a string of whack, tone deaf ass incidents that are just. So Ellen DeGeneres, I guess, wrote a tweet. Uh, she tweeted, hashtag Black Lives Matter. And when people jumped in her asking what she's done to support, she deleted that. And then she listed a list of donations she's made, pledging her support to protesters. Um, Ellen DeGeneres has been making slip after slip after tone-deaf slip um, when it comes to issues of race and issues of perception in the United States of America. Probably her most famous one so far was when she said during quarantine that being in her mansion was like being in jail. Um, anybody who's been in jail knows that it has it's as far from a mansion as you could possibly get. Um, so she got a lot of hell for that, and rightly so, because that was one of the you know I, even you know I know people make stupid mistakes and say stupid things, but even that had me like damn, you know. Um, but she's deleting, she's tweeting about things and deleting it, and then coming back saying that she didn't mean it, and uh, she got a lot of hell for being photographed at a sports game with George Bush. I thought that was whack. I mean, you know, people were like, oh, she's being friends with a war criminal. Michelle Obama took a picture with George Bush at a funeral and she was hugging him. Nobody called Michelle, you know, Michelle Obama a war criminal because she's with George Bush. So, you know, that's that's a perfect example of the double double standard and all that. But, you know, it's it's really not that deep. This is the incident with the um, my mansion feels like jail was the wackest shit I ever heard. Like that's that was even more like tone deaf. You know what I mean? Um, and then also I wanted to share with you one more thing that I thought was great. Um, well, not great in any way, but the cops, so all the cops have been charged now with 
well, all the police officers involved in George Floyd's murder have been charged. One of the four former Minneapolis police officers charged in George Floyd's death tried to warn his fellow officers during that arrest, and that's according to his attorney in court just yesterday. Uh, J. Alexander Kong hadn't yet completed his third full shift as a police officer when the deadly arrest of George Floyd occurred, according to his attorney, Tom Plunkett. His attorney says he allegedly told his fellow officers they were detaining Floyd and that, quote, you shouldn't do that. He was in court Thursday along with uh, the other officers uh, after being charged on Wednesday with aiding and abetting murder as well as uh, second-degree murder, excuse me, as well as aiding and abetting manslaughter in the case. Uh, the f fourth officer, Derek Chauvin, the guy uh, with his uh, knee on Mr. Floyd's neck, uh, had his charges upgraded to second-degree murder. Uh, this incident took place on May 25th, as we know. Um, another officer was only also new on the job, only on the force for four days when the incident occurred, and his attorney, Earl Gray, um, you know, is highlighting that, hey, you know, these guys just got there. Uh, his lawyer said that he twice asked Officer Chauvin, who was a training officer, should we roll him over and express concern that George Floyd was in delirium? What is my, cl what is my client supposed to do other than follow what the training officer said? And that's according to his lawyer. Uh, a judge ordered that Kong, Lang, and Thao, the other four officers, um, gave them unconditional bail of $1 million, compounded with $750,000 of conditional bail. And as of yesterday, they had no pleas entered. All of the former, all four of the former officers faced a maximum sentence of 40 years in prison. So the time is now 830 um, we were unable to get at our uh, friend out from out west. Um, from what I understand, out west is still a, a war zone, a slight war zone. Um, I don't know if the National Guard is still out there in that area, but we do have our brother from another mother, um, the homeboy Sal. Sal, you out there? Yes, sir. Yes, what's, sir. What's up, baby? Good morning. Another, another day, right? Another Word day, up. We are. Word up. How you feeling? I'm feeling good, man. I'm feeling good. Um, I don't know if other people share it. Like, with the stresses of these last, you know, little bit, I, I can I can feel them piling on to the back a little bit. You know, you start to, start to have them shoulders kind of turn in. I'm trying to turn them out. Fix my posture this morning. Right. Word up. Word up. So, how was um how were things yesterday at the uh, at Bright Oaks? You know, things were good, man. You know, we uh, you know, we're, we're with that industry and what, what we have going there, it's it's constant um, compassion. <laughs> you know, it has to be because it's uh, you know people people get stir crazy, right? Who doesn't? You know, we all are. Right. Um, we kind of don't know what's going next. Um, I think it's interesting, you know, having my uh, my toes dipped into the Alzheimer's and dementia uh, world. I think we're all kind of getting a glimpse into what they go through every day. Mm -hmm. uh, one of the hardest parts of dementia is the not knowing what happens next. Um, you know, you're you're kind of going along, and then all of a sudden, you you really don't know. Like we know, you and I will eventually, you know, exchange goodbyes, and, and 
you know, close up, we'll eat something. You know what I mean? We know what's happening next. We know eventually without thinking like, okay, we know the rest of the day. I'm not in panic of the rest of the day. You know, when you have, you know, dementia and Alzheimer's, that part sometimes is blocked. So they don't know what's happening next. I mean, I kind of feel our whole collective consciousness is going through that. You know, we, we don't know if things are a joke. Killer hornets, an asteroid, riots, what? They're killing a guy straight up on TV and just like, here you go, kids. See, watch this. Watch this freaking smut film. Watch this. Right. Like, I mean, you know, it's, it's, this, this is, I think, the duality of where we're here on this planet, you know, of knowing the heights of heaven and the, and the depths of hell. Because today, it's like, okay, it's Friday. I want to be positive. I want to do this. But there's still anger. And I think a lot of people, you know, don't maybe have creative outlets or they're in a job that they don't like or they're in a neighborhood that, that, that is not, you know, you know, fit for, or, or you know, assist, they feel a system set up for them to, to not succeed. Like, God, that that's, that would, I would be so angry. Right. You know, and I mean, I, I don't, and I just, like I said, listen more this week than ever before, but it's like, man, like, if, if I know how hard it is just for, you know, a kid, you know, from not a terrible neighbor, but, you know, kind of from a blue collar background to try to make it, like really make it. And then if they were going to double judge on things like that, this is where it's like, you see the anger, man. And it's just a matter of time before the tipping point happens. And I think we're somewhat seeing it. Yeah. What tipping point you think? Well, it's like something's got to give, I would say like, it's either, you know, the Q narrative is where it is and that's what's happening. And there's this huge changeover. Or it's just like things have not evolved at all between humans. Like it's still just as bad as it was like back in the day. Like what? What is it? Like what? What's gonna give? Like are we really gonna just allow these things to continue to happen? Like or is this the great awakening, as they say? Like is this where you know everyone is kind of awake and and through that realization, it's like they see the stages of grief. Like. You know, where people are starting to see, like, man, maybe the news isn't telling us all that's supposed to be. Maybe some of our leaders aren't telling us the truth. Like, you know, so with it, this, this is a grieving period, I think, for our collective consciousness to realize, like, hey, some of those people lived in bubbles and think, like, world was only one way. Like, man, there's really people in the struggle. Like, there are people of, of you know, certain facts, factions of our communities that you know, are really underserved. And that realization and when that bubble breaks for people, like... You go through those levels of grief, like anger, denial, you know, justification, you know, whatever those things are, and I, I, I think that's got to be it. And I think maybe, you know, that that's the only positive ever of what we had a witness for Mr. Floyd is is that maybe that burst in a bunch of bubbles that, you know, kept going on a certain mindset that's been, you know, driving humans to like say this inequality is okay here, but it's not okay here. Like the fuck is that? Yeah, word up, nah, real shit. I feel you. I feel you. You know, because I'm I'm seriously like, you know, and I I hate it seeing that like stuff online like so much or like different things you listen to where it's like, yo, it's just like, is it creation or evolution? Like, it doesn't fucking matter. Like, is is this person right or this person wrong? It doesn't fucking matter. What matters is is tomorrow. Like, it has to go forward. Life, unless the world ends, we all have to figure out a fucking way to stop. You know. So kids throwing freaking, you know, uh, poppers on the street and then you arrest his dad. Like, well, that could have been me. Like, 
my kids have those like those pop those pots. What what cop pulls up, rolls up on me and just throws me in the because the kids are playing the freaking thing. Like, come on. You're right. Like, or at least like let's talk here. Like, let's see what's going on. And then if that's you know, and if that is a racially motivated move, like that cannot stand. Like that, if that's what that is, if that's what that really is, the core of that is is just someone doesn't like that person because of this reason of, of a certain level of a chemical that makes a skin color a certain way. Like that's fucked. I would, I would, uh, I would argue that that's that's all it is. That's all it ever could be. And, that that's what that, I that's, that's what I think it is. Like you know, it as a as a young brother, like you know what insults me. You remember when the Starbucks incident happened where, like, the two black dudes was... They were waiting... Going to the bathroom? Yeah, something like that. And they were waiting on somebody. And one went to use the bathroom and whatever the fuck. And the guy called the police on him. Remember that? Oh, yeah. Like... Absolutely The most... To me, the most insulting thing about that whole incident was when Starbucks was like, yo, we, we condemn this. We gonna have employee training on how to not be biased like that shit to me was more offensive than the incident because you know i'm just a realist and i believe that i believe that racism is just human nature i believe that like or just just difference like that when you see something you don't recognize our brains are still in that like crow magnum state exactly to see difference is to see difference is fear exactly like, so then it switches to fear there you and go like, there you go you know what i mean it's like i don't know if it's the frontal lobe or whatever lobe it is but it's like that part of it is why they people like you see these like you know karen's calling the cops right away because they see and i thought that one thing you know because they see someone who might be bigger than them or or like has dreads or like you know, wearing a hoodie for something for some reason like scares them. Okay, well, check your fucking frontal lobe and and look at your surroundings. Like, are they doing anything? Like, is that a reason to be scared? Like, you might need to be more scared of the dude packing heat that looks like an Abercrombie and Fitch model. You know what I'm saying? Like, look out. You know what I'm saying? Like, that frontal lobe. I don't, maybe that's the education that needs to be like. You know, Dick and Jane. Like. You know, like the old way we learned how to read, like maybe they have to talk about like, look, don't just be afraid initially because something scares you. We're not, this isn't, you know what I mean? Like this isn't the case. Right. Word up. Because I I don't have any, I mean, it it has to be like like a chemical shift or some sort of shift because nothing is work. If, if you go all the way back to. You know, if you blend it, you know, like, so, so let's look at some of, I, I would say, like, some of the, the best teachers that I've been able to be, like, Bob Marley, Malcolm X, and, you know, Martin Luther King Jr., amongst hundreds, right? But let's look at three right there. Word and, up. like, the core message is the same. Like, you know, one love, you know, we need to figure this out. Like, obviously, there's another way outside of this. But it's like, look, those dudes are, are speaking. Like, why is, and I get it, but, like, why can't Farrakhan be on, why can't Farrakhan be on Facebook? Like, what the fuck is that? Well, like, that's that's be, that's because if you're familiar, well, yeah, I'm gonna go there. If you're familiar with any aspect of like the actual doctrine of the nation of Islam, if I was, fa- yeah, I I think that there, I, you know, I don't know if you know the KKK can't be is on that, there either. Is but for, is that for is that is that for another day? Talk that's another that. day. We'll yeah, we're okay. gonna we're gonna get to that. That's 
Okay. Damn, that's you know, and you know what? Let me say to the listeners of Good Morning Aurora, we ain't scared of no conversations, but that's just not for oh. today, right now. That's too deep. Yeah. yeah. Okay. We need and, some. And we need some floaties for that one, yo. <laughs> that shit is deep. I know. <laughs> you know, and, and, and I, I love think it. Those are like those are some good panels, like to really have the discussion on there because like all points need to be like you know, and, and I think that there's been at times where there's. Like where I'm saying, like okay, I understand like the hate part of that, but like that they still need to be brought to the table. That's like, you know, that's the idea of America. But that's why also at the state house, I mean, I, I don't, I don't, I don't support that. But at the state house now at Christmas, there's the Satanism thing that's there. The what? You know, that they have it. So you know, like around Christmas time at the at the Capitol building in you know in Illinois and in around the country, like people will put like you know a Christmas tree or like a, you know. Um, uh, dreidels and in, in, in um, you know things for for Hanukkah and Word. whatever. But then the last two years, staying in Freedom of Religion, the Church of Satan has you know put something there. Oh, well, Church of Satan. Satan. Yeah, I I know. Yeah, I saw that. And so they put like, like a a, you know, a stand or a statue or their display at the. Yeah. yeah, I saw that. Right, and so it's like okay, but then like that's where like you know you kind of look at like. The, the, the freedom of religion where like that's where your freedoms are and it's like you can't even though like you, know, you can't you know but it's like okay well it's either it's either a freedom or it's not you know it's either censorship or it's not like you know like you can hate you know you you can you can keep hate speech off you can keep Alex Jones off you can keep Paracon off KKK off keep these people off which they should those are wrong doctrines but then it's like then you start limiting freedoms and that you see where we're at with this all these gray areas where it's just the only way I see it is otherwise we're going to do this. Our kids' kids are going to be having the same conversation. Well, when maybe well, telepathically at that point. Well, hold on. Well, well, where do you draw the line? Where do I draw the line? I I I don't really have a, a place to say. Like I think that like I have to listen to everybody because it goes back to the inner monologue and the lack of compassion. Because it's like I don't know if that's some crazy way they're finding their way to source through this, and then eventually they. They like come to a realization that hate's not the answer, but like I can't really comment on it, right? Man, like, and then who has who has the moral high ground? You know, <sighs> fuck, I'm speechless on the mic. Damn. Nah, because yeah, I think there's my my thing is this. I'm I believe in free speech, and I and I. I'm not for censorship whatsoever, but there is a, I feel there's a fucking line. I mean, and I'm, I'm using, I'm using Alex Jones specifically. Like the man said that the Sandy Hook shooting with all of the kids did not happen, that the parents lied about it. That is beyond the pale. I mean, there's low, there's the bottom of the barrel, and then there's Alex Jones, a kind of combination of deliberate lies and just despicable shit. I mean, I, th- I think I, I, I think when you get new shit like that, you gotta you gotta do something. You look at the guy. What what if you're a parent? Like homeboy whose 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 uh, wife died in Joe Scarborough's office, right? And Trump's like, yo, he murdered her. 
And the dude is like, yo, Twitter, can you please take down these tweets? And Twitter's like, no, we can't. It's like, what is the, like, so you supposed to, your wife died 20 years ago. Now you, you know, you're a widowed husband. And you're just supposed to, you're just supposed to have, you know, a third of the country believe that your wife was killed by Bill Gates for a vaccine and, and, and the microchips in your arm and all that. You're just supposed to be cool with that? Like, what is that? Like, there is, I believe that there is a line. And, you know, I, maybe I'm glad I don't have to make those decisions on who gets to, to post and who doesn't. But, you know, I, um, I had to delete a post on, uh, on our, on our stuff the other day. Um, I, I didn't tell you about that, but, um, through the council, um, you know, I, I posted when the national guard troops were on the street, I posted, uh, I took a little video of them and I, I posted like, you know, 10 troops, two Humvees, one Aurora police department squad vehicle. And, you know, they got M16s and they got the nine millimeter Beretta sidearm. Some lady going to post, some old lady is going to jump on there. I hope they use them. And it's like, first of all, so I just deleted the shit. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, like, yo, people are, we don't need that. people are no, stupid, and I, yo. And like, she's white. So I'm sure she would like to see uh, them shoot people. But, you know, as I was telling the audience the other day, like when I was walking through them, they definitely let me know that I was an enemy of them. So, you know, her as a white lady would probably love that. Me as a young brother, I don't want to see nobody get shot. So that's the thing, man. I'm, I'm, I'm seriously, homie. There is a line. Maybe we'll never find that line. Sometimes, maybe in most situations, you know, you type "nigger" in the in the text or something, or you, you know, say, "Oh, these Mexicans can go back to America." Oh, yeah, okay. People are stupid. Yeah, but when you get to the point where you are, when you get to a point where a guy had his five year old get murdered in school with eight other kids. And now you're saying that that didn't happen. And the guy who says his kid died is only doing that because Barack Obama is paying him there. That's the line right there. Hey, that's the line right there. I mean, absolutely. Like agree that like there's no, there's no tolerance. That is, that like, is above and beyond tolerance. the pale. I, and I agree with you. And, and I remember I, I've seen things in gas stations at times, like, you know, just through my travels, like, and, and seen some awful, awful things awful. Of, of, of the speech, you know, and then of, you know, groups that are allowed to, you know, go on with their hate speech, you know, and go on with these things and then get into law enforcement, and get into it, it's just like the gangs do, like, you know, they get into it, where it's like, I think, I, I don't know, man, like, if it's a giant reboot, if it's, if it's a cosmic thing, where... You know, where, you know, there's these, you know, people talking about these solar flares that are happening and, and a lot of the more holistic chakraing type, uh, you know, holistic medicine are saying is it's like some of these cosmic forces are having such an impact on us. Um, you know, and you see some people like, oh, Mercury's in retrograde and things like that, where, you know, you don't know where it's like where I'm saying when, when you ask me, like, well, what, where do you draw the line where you don't? It's like. That's the question that I think, you know, when I've talked before about divine intervention, like that's the question of like, okay, we've had some super giant leaps forward, you know, industrial revolution, electricity, the internet, blah, 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 cars, but, you know, 
doing all these things and we've also done bad things but like is this the precursor to the next one that we really 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 can defeat this where it's not like yeah okay we got past this kind of racist incident let's move on and then same shit keeps happening and then we we everything's okay people fight people cry like people are upset and then it kind of gets like what you're telling me people have to burn down the the cities for these other cops to get charged like come on man and what president does that say we're not going to do shit unless you guys really, really, like, make us think about it. Right. Like, you know, it's like, come on. Like, give us give, give us a chance. Give humanity a chance. Like, where's the answer? Is it from conversations like this? Is it from, you know, engaging the community? Is it is it just beating on the doors, you know, of, of city halls and saying, look, we don't want this. You know, we this is not how we want to do. Like, this is my neighbor. This is... You know, this is my friend. This is my son. This is my, you know, like, you know, I, you know, I, I don't know. All I can do is, is simply from my little rock that I'm dropping in the pond is try to create that ripple with honesty, positivity, and seriously compassion. Word so up. Every life, every life form, whether it's the trees, if it's the birds, if it's someone who's giving me shit or someone who's envious of me or someone who's you know doesn't like me can i still radiate that 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 higher self energy to people no matter what is going on around and it's fucking hard <laughs> right yep it is man it's, it's difficult sometimes but man you know it is definitely the battle to be fighting you know it is yeah. it's the it's the and, battle to be fighting like the best of all possible worlds because the only one we got right um so with that being said uh moving on to our topic our uh another topic though um what's going on at uh what bright oaks got going on this weekend anything special in regards to the residents or services you know nothing too much you know nothing that um you know, except we just uh, we just have to stick to stick to all the state guidelines. The you what know, what guidelines? Just, like the state guidelines. Oh, okay. You know, I, I thought you said state guidelines. Yeah. Okay, yeah, word. Yeah. So you know everything that you know the, they tell us to do, we do. So it's you know, and that's it. I mean, there's literally in this situation, there's not a lot of room for you know creative. You know, control. It's, it's 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 safety. You know, right at all times. Right. Yeah, man. Um, I'm looking to have some uh, fun this weekend. We're going to be telling our listeners about some. There's going to be, I think, some upcoming demonstrations here in Aurora. I think there will be another. There might be another uh, demonstration. I'm not going to call it a protest because I didn't see any language or suggestion that it would be protest or protest or they would be protesting but i think there is another demonstration that's coming up in aurora it might be on saturday we'll let people know about that um but for those who are interested in uh taking part in anything and looking to do some good in the city i will tell you that there is a lot of work to be done and if you want to change your community or you want to help out and you want to be part of the solution as opposed to part of the problem i'll tell you a good place where you can sign up and start you can help out at the Aurora Food Pantry. If you're looking to do something and, and make a change and you want to help somebody, you don't got to throw a bottle of Modelo. You don't got to yell, fuck the police. You can go to the Aurora Food Pantry and you can help out right there. 
and that would do That's more right. good that would do more good for hundreds up to thousands of people uh who really need that help and that assistance and you can donate food you can donate to mo uh, mutual ground as well shout out to mutual ground you can do there's so many good things to be done um but uh the demonstration i believe will be uh, they're supposed to be announcing it on Facebook and all that. So, you know. Uh, and one thing I'd like to, the, the readers just to, to know and, and, and feel as well is, is uh, you know, Curtis, we we want to thank you and your brothers and sisters for being a leader within our human community, um, speaking up for those, you know, getting out in the street, getting your hands dirty, um, and just really being uh, the antithesis of everything that um, sometimes gets glorified. And uh, we appreciate you personally for taking the time and speaking to us and giving people the opportunity to speak. Thanks, man. I appreciate that, my brother. Yeah, just trying to, you know, just just trying to do my part. I actually, you know what? This goes back to, um, I, I think that when you and I first started talking, when you know, before Good Morning Aurora even existed, um back when we was just doing the Monday calls, remember them, or the Wednesday joints, remember those? Yep. We would, ha, ha, Didn't know who was going to log on. Word up. Like, oh, Word up. Hey, I got these matches, who's got the flame, let's go. Word up, yeah, man. Um, I, I, Even before, or rather, back before Good Morning Aurora existed, and we were just doing those, like, um, we knew, I knew, and I believe that you knew and you had a feeling that there was a way or something that we could do to further engage and, and, and help people. But we were dealing with mostly tangible things. Remember that? Our plans yeah. consisted on uh, an, event. an event. They had a nature yep. of gathering. Um, yep. And we consistently, that was so long ago, we consistently, we see now that consistently there was no plans of reopening back up. We, we're further closed now than we were back then. We had more hope of right, openings though. then than we do now. So, yep. but I wanted to, but yeah, like sitting around and thinking about it, man, like I'm glad that, you know, Good Morning Aurora was an idea that I had for a long time. A long time, a long time. I was like, man, like people, you know what I'm saying? Because my big thing is just community, you know? Like, I'm just trying to help people out. You're trying to help people out. Well, you help people out, you know? Your activities uh, at Bright Oaks, like, were able to continue and ours were stopped with the veterans and, you know, our the population of the veterans who are seniors and everything like that. It's just difficult, yo, but but we're making it happen, man. Like, we're doing we're doing real good. Here we are on season three. The end of season three, season four starts next week. And yeah, man, we're just doing our thing. Just keep it up. And, you know, I say this every time I talk to you, man, that whoever hears this, wherever you are right now, best place to start, be the best to ever walk the planet. Word up. Yeah, man. Other than that, uh, this weekend, I'm just going to be playing it by. Oh, wait. You know what? Hold on a second. Mm, what's the next holiday coming up? Oh, uh, yeah. Fourth of July. Oh, yeah, no shit. Maybe, uh, Labor Day? Not Labor Day? Hmm. It might be one before. I can't think of it. 
Did you see the video of those uh, cops pushing that officer? Or the, the um, cops pushing that old dude? No. Deplorable. All right, guys. I'm, I'm going to post that so people can see that. Keep them, keep them in form, my friend. Man, crazy shit, man. So, what's, uh, are you at Bright Oaks right now? I'm in, man. I'm ready to walk in and take on the day and give everything I got to it. And be the greatest day we ever had. Nice. Um, so, with that being said, the time is now 8.59 p.m., so I um I think that we as we must we always want to end on a positive note. So I would like to say to the listeners that I hope that you guys have a good rest of this weekend. I want everybody to be safe and have a good time. If you can, please come out and uh take part in anything positive that you see going on this weekend. Uh the city of Aurora has a few good things that are uh well, City of Aurora has a lot of good things, but um, in regards to some of the initiatives taking place this uh, weekend, take a look on uh, Facebook at the uh, Downtown Aurora page or AuroraDown, org. Check out that website. They got really cool stuff going on. Um, and yeah, come on out, take part and just, you know, inject some peace into our collective little city and all that. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, come on out and have a good time. And uh, what you got to say to the people before we jet? I'm, I'm, I'm thankful. Thank you for listening. Uh, you know, this is this is our our drops on top of the still pond of, of our creative collective intelligence. Believe that we are strong. Super word. And with that, we'd like to say from Good Morning Aurora to all of y'all. Hope that you guys have a good rest of this weekend. Shout out to co-host, my co-host Sal. Shout out to Nick, the engineer behind the boards. Looking fresh as ever. And all y'all have a good rest of the day. We will see you Monday at 8 a.m. Peace. Peace.